This is Brandon here at the Variety Sports Podcast. You are listening to Cardinal Chronicles only on the Variety Sports Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Cardinals Chronicles, not the seventh inning stretch. Ooh, I didn't fuck up that time. Look at you. Uh, my name is Logan Stone, and with me is my co-host and cohort, Back from the Dead. <laughs> yes, nothing can keep him down. Believe me, I've tried. No, I'm just kidding. Josh, how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Surprised. I mean, I've had better days, but... Yeah. Surprised? What are you surprised by? Surprised by how good the Cardinals are. Yes. So I am apparently going to be the good guy today, and uh, Josh is going to be the bad guy. So, Josh, talk shit about the fans for a little bit. (laughs) No? Okay. Oh, no, it's not about the fans. I know, but still. Not about the fans at all. I feel like if you're going to be a bad guy, you got to play up to it. Yeah, I can't do that side of it. I can't be you in that aspect. Fine. I can just be negative Nancy like you about the team. Well, fine then. Um, <laughs> we'll get into the, your rant, I think, in a little bit. Um, but we should talk about a little bit of – or talk a little bit of about what happened this week, this past week. If that's okay with you, is that okay with you? Absolutely. Let's okay. talk about I, the highs and the lows. Okay, so the Cardinals played the Mets, Pirates, and Blue Jays uh, this week. They went five and four. Not too bad. Uh, Nolan Gorman and oh, I'm sorry, got ahead of myself. Whoopsies. Uh, they are. If I can figure out this fucking thing, they are. Six and four in their last ten. Nice. Uh, we'll just breeze through this thing. Uh, they played a doubleheader last Tuesday. Was it? Did we cover this? The doubleheader last Tuesday. We covered. We covered the doubleheader. So okay. we just move on to Wednesday. Okay. Um, Wednesday, May eighteenth. Scherzer, they lost four, uh, 11-4. Arenado had a home run. Good for him. Uh, Hicks only went four innings. Ooh, foreshadowing. Uh, then on Thursday, they went. Uh, they lost to the Mets 7-6. Uh, Yepes hit a home run, his third of the year. Hudson went four and two-thirds. A lot of four runs, two uh, walks, two strikeouts. Uh, not fun, but that ended the Met series, and I don't think we play them for the rest of the regular season. But we will see them in the playoffs when we beat their ass. Um, mm-hmm. And then we played a three game set against the Pirates. Well, before we get into the Pirate series, uh, were you disappointed with the Met series? Were you? Um, what were you? What were your thoughts about the Met series? Takeaways. I wanted to, I wanted to split out of it. Takeaways are the inconsistencies with the team. They're when they 
the pitching's good, the offense is no good. When the offense is good, the pitching's no good. Um, very rarely do we have a game where both are good at the same time. Um, granted, it seems like the team is going through growing pains right now, so I'm trying not to be super critical, but I definitely have a few bones to pick at this point. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Just hold it in as much as you can, dude. No. Uh, <laughs> it's like the freaking hole over here. I'm trying. Um, yeah, uh, my takeaways with it were the bullpen is a problem that's going to need to be addressed. Uh, there are pitching, I think, is actually the biggest problem, in my opinion, right now. Um We'll get into Hicks later, but I think Hicks is a problem. Um, fuck it. Let's just get into it. Uh, you don't like Hicks. You no, don't like no, Hicks no, as I mean, you don't like Hicks hold, as – Hold on. you, you got to oh, get well, through well, the Pirates series. I do. talk about okay. Toronto before I can get to my – Okay. Okay. Deal. I need all the evidence presented up front. Okay. So I can okay. give my analysis. Mr. Giddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, sorry. I just, uh, but yeah, I think for me, the problem is still the bullpen. I don't think, I think we guys just to solidify that bullpen. Uh, we need a closer really. I didn't realize how much we did need a closer. I know Ryan Helsley is con- technically the closer, but um, for some reason they're afraid of pitching Helsley twice in a row. And then they give it to Gallegos, and Gallegos kind of poo-poos the bed about it. Um, but anyways, that's uh, that was my takeaway with the Mets series. Now, the Pirates series, um, this is the problem with the Pirates series is, you know, we lose to a series to the Mets or a really good team, and then we play the Pirates, and then we destroy them. Uh, Three-game sweep, 5-3. Uh, to Cardinals, Wainwright went uh, seven innings pitch, four hits, only allowed one run, three walks, three strikeouts, um, no home runs, surprising. Um, game two, Cardinals win 5-4. Uh, that was actually the game Ver, uh, not Verhagen, uh, Libertor pitched. Uh, no home runs, again. Uh, Libertor went four, point, uh, four and two-thirds. Seven hits, four earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Um, and then game three, uh, Cardinals won a measly 18-4. to four. Uh, Pools hit two home runs. Bader hit a home run. Uh, Matt's got four pitches. Decided to say, ah, fuck it. Uh, he exited the game. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, Angel Rendon. I almost said Anthony Rendon, um, went five innings, one hit, three walks, four strikeouts, did really well. I really like him. Um, and that was Cardinal swept that series. Uh, what do you think of that series right there? What would have been a shutout? Oh, I just wanted to say it would have been a shutout if uh, Yachty hadn't pitched. Um, right. It was 18 nothing, and then – Yachty pitched and gave up home runs, which is fine. I mean, I totally understand why they put Yachty in there, but 
Hey, he's um, got the same ERA as Pools. Yes. Yeah. So they are both. And one less walk. They are both equally shitty. <laughs> well, when it comes to being on the mound, we expect. Well, yes. They can't be good at everything. I kind of expected Yachty to be better. I honestly, I did too, considering he's a catcher. Um, but I he was. He have a little bit more control over getting the strike zone. <laughs> I think he. I think he played too many in uh, too many home run derbies, like throwing. Uh, I can't remember who. <laughs> I think it was Pools. Like he he would throw to Pools in the home run derbies, and I think he was just giving them cookies the whole time. Anyways, uh, but what do you what are your takeaways with that series? Pirate series, and okay, I love the sweep, and I'm happy with the wins. But honestly, the first two games were a disappointment. Just we because they were so close, out. yeah, yeah, that, that, that was ridiculous. I mean, the, uh, unacceptable, unacceptable. You come off of, of losing three games against the Mets, and you don't have a fire in your belly so deep that you're gonna, you don't want to destroy a team you should absolutely wreck. Mm, I mean, I'll yeah. take the wins every day of the week. A W is a W, but. That was the first two games was a piss poor performance. I loved game three. The game three was what I expected. Um, the, I, I think Libertor did okay in his MLB debut. Like, I'm not going to knock him for that. No. Uh, I think there was an error that cost him a run somewhere down the road. I know it, it, the error didn't cost him the run, but the error didn't help in uh, the defensive side of the ball, which may have cost him a run down the road. But I mean, I thought Libertor looked okay. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy with Gorman at this point. You know, he's he's having a good first couple of series. Let's hope he can continue doing what he's doing. Yeah. So, I mean, no complaints there. Game three was cool. I was happy with game three, but uh, yeah, games one and two. Wayno did what he was supposed to do. Um, Rondon did what he, what he needed to do when we had him in. Just disappointed overall with the with the overall play. Well, I mean, we're looking at I'm looking at the box score right now, and um, so what was it? Uh, Wainwright went seven full innings. He gave up a run, which was in the seventh inning, and then they gave up. Uh, who was it? Cabrera gave up two runs. So it was five three right. But other than that, we pretty much dominated them. Um, um, on that, that game, uh, uh, one of them was an earned run. Um, and then the next game, game two, I mean, yeah, the Pirates were, I mean, they, uh, Libertor gave up, yeah, all four of the runs, but I mean, I kind of expect that it's his first time, even though it was with the Pirates. I kind of expected him to go a little bit more uh, or do a little bit better, but um, I think he has some good potential stuff right there. I uh, I was kind of impressed with it, even though he gave up four runs. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I liked what I saw out of him. Even though giving up the four runs, he never looked like he mentally got shook. Yeah. He gathered himself. He stayed in the game. Um, that I don't, I don't mind that at all. No, uh, no. I really don't. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Angel, uh, Angel Rendon? I keep wanting to say Anthony. So if I say Anthony, I'm sorry. Where do you get Anthony from? Anthony Rendon. 
third baseman for yeah, the. Uh, it just because it's clearly not Anthony. Clearly not Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Crap. I know, but no, I, I realized I, that I, way I was, too late. Though. You did. Um, well, no, I mean, I was thrilled with him, not knowing much about him. Uh, he just got called up. You know, they were hoping he could get two or three innings out of him. He went five. Um, I was super thrilled. The, the disappointing thing is because we needed bullpen pitching, he gets sent down the next day because he needs rest because he's not used to throwing that many innings. Yeah. So, super happy with that. If he continues to do that kind of pitching in AAA and when we call him up next time we need him, if he pitches like that, I think he can definitely earn himself a spot in the bullpen. And by, by all accounts, we need the help. Yeah. Hey, you know what we need to do next week? And sorry, this is so sidetracked. Um, next week, we need to just do a whole – because we didn't do a month in review of the Cardinals – we need to do like a month in review of the Cardinals this or next week, whenever it's June. Put um, it on the schedule. Yeah, and then like look at each individual player and see how they're doing. Because I want to talk about McFarland soon. Because he's doing shit. Um, anyways, but that's for future us. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of hate uh, going into – like having a Mets series and then going into a Pirates series because then you just get this high. You're like, oh, my gosh, we just dominated the Pirates. It just feels so different. We're going to win the World Series now. And then and then you play the Jays and split the series. Uh, Cardinals uh, win game one, 7-3 off of a Goldschmidt uh, walk-off grand slam. And then – That was Car- beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh and then Cardinals lose uh, tonight's game, 8-1. Um, Hicks went uh, three innings, allowed four runs. All of them earned five walks, three strikeouts. Uh, no home runs, but uh, Gossman was just on it tonight. And, Dude. Um, Dude. I, yeah. yeah. Gossman is... I don't remember him being that good when he was in San Francisco. Oh, he he's he's been a sneaky. He's been one of the sneaky players the last couple years. Um, but yeah, there's a reason why he's got Cy Young next to his name this year. Like, um, I mean, that split finger he throws, freaking nasty, yeah. dude. Dude, I Just, put, that was weird. Falls off a table. Yeah, a two fifty two earned run average. Uh, 151 ERA plus and a 127 FIP, a 104 WHIP, a 19 strikeout to walk ratio. He does not walk people. I think, I think they said that uh, the Goldschmidt walk was the first walk he issued this year. That can't be true. Ooh. But then they said that uh, whenever they walked uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado. Having 17 starts that he had walked back to back or walked more than one uh, batter in a game. So that was really, uh, I I had a lot of hope right there whenever uh, they walked against Gossman. I thought if they beat Gossman this, at this game, they are going to 
they're going to be a real team. They're a real contender, and I'm going to love that. Uh, but they didn't, and so that was sad. Uh, what do you think of this series? I don't mind the split with Toronto. Um, I've been high on Toronto all season. Uh, yeah. Apparently, they – I mean, obviously, they haven't been playing to the expectation that I had for them on yeah. a personal level, but uh, they showed that they do have the talent and the ability and the roster to play really, really well. I mean, Vlad Guerrero, Bo Bichette, I mean, those two guys are fantastic. They got – their third baseman's really, really good, too. Matt Chapman. They have a, a very – yeah, Chapman. Now, fun fact – did you know that Chapman was a sophomore when Arnado yes. was a senior and they were up for five? I knew that. Back. I knew that four year, hours ago when Danny okay, Mack you heard and it on the broadcast Brad Thompson. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had it. Oh, oh I'm right. sorry. You did say it on the TV broadcast. You're right. Oh, yeah. I'm I sorry. I was the TV uh, broadcast on the way home. Am I supposed to be uh, – uh, am I supposed – oh, my gosh. How did you know that? That's so good. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just trying to bring a fun fact to the show. So anybody who didn't get to watch the game, Danny Mack introduced us with that information. Until they said that Arenado had like a really bad temper. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. Well, we saw that in the first series with the Mets. Yeah. Deservedly, but we saw it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the split. I don't like the way game two went down. No. Um, but, I mean, this is going to be part of my rant, and it's something that I'm sure a lot of Cardinals fans agree with me on. I mean, I've seen it on a lot of the uh, chat pages and everything, but um, so I know I'm not alone on it, but we'll get to that in a little bit. The bats looked okay yesterday. You know, they were competitive. Uh, today, the bats were gone. Like, what the heck? Oh, Yepes hit Why? a home run yesterday. He's doing really well. I mean, we, I feel like we just make – and tonight, yes, we faced a very, very, very good pitcher, a top-tier pitcher tonight. But I feel like we make some pitchers who aren't top-tier look like they're Cy Young candidates, and it, and it frustrates me. Well, I mean, in I mean, in the Cardinals' defense, the offense's defense, I mean, he is a Cy Young. I mean, he almost won Cy Young last year. Um, well, yeah, but, I'm saying with the exception yeah. of him. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm talking about other pitchers we faced throughout the season. This guy, oh, obviously, Cy Young material. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. We make we make some guys look like they're Cy. Okay, I get it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I understood getting only one run. Um, what I don't understand is giving up eight to the Blue Jays, and I know you're going to cover that in a second, but um, that's – and the, the Blue Jays bullpen is notorious for being sucky this year. Um, there's a reason why they have a negative uh, run differential this year. Uh, the reason why they're 23 and 20. Um, their offense is not the problem. It's their de- uh, their pitching. So aside from Gossman, um, only scrounging up one run after Gossman left, and I know he only went, what, six innings? Six innings, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that's That was a little disappointing. Uh, Stripling and Vasquez aren't really the greatest. So I I would have liked to see a little bit more run. And I think, uh, I mean, even though Gossman is a great pitcher and he's doing really well, Cardinals, and they don't see Gossman that much, and they're, they definitely don't see the Blue Jays pitching that much. I feel like 
like the first inning, I thought, oh my gosh, they're 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 fighting, they're fighting uh, Gossman. And then after the first inning, they just kind of just fizzled out and they just took it. They bent over and let Gossman just fuck them. Um, so that was a little disappointing, but um, yeah, that's a that's the series this week. Um, do you want to talk about Gorman and Libertor before we get into your rant? Yeah, let's talk about G Money. G Money. G Money uh, Gorman, baby. We can't call him Nolan yeah, right, because right. we got Arenado, so G Money. Yeah. Took uh, that Nolan... from uh, Randy Character, by the way. Oh, Character, yeah. Uh, Nolan Gorman and Matthew Libertor made their MLB debuts against the Pirates. Uh, Gorman in his w- debut went one for three with a 106-mile uh, single and a walk. And then, as I said earlier, Libertor in his debut went four and two-thirds, seven hits, four earned runs, two walks, and three strikeouts. Not the greatest uh, debut, but that was a – it's not it, – it's kind of what you expect. I think against the Pirates, you wish it was a little bit uh, – uh, less or a lot of bit less, uh, but it's whatever you take what you can get. Um, let's talk about Gorman first. Uh, what do you think of Gorman so far? He is in personally, he is outdoing my personal expectations for him. Um, I was really worried with his strikeout habits in triple A that he was going to come out and just get wiped off the board. Uh, his first weekend, I would consider a success. Uh, I think he was hitting 500 going into the Toronto series. I, I have that was with what? I have plate appearances. I have 16 plate appearances, five hits, two doubles, um, three walks, two strikeouts, 385 batting average, 500 on base percentage, 538 slugging, uh, 1.38 OPS, and a 207 OPS plus. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah obviously yeah. it's 16 plate appearances, but um, it's not like he's going over like some other of the players in the team that we've known. And he's hitting better better than Pauly D. Young. Yeah, I was about to look up uh, Pauly D. in the uh, minors. I think I'm he had three today. Oh, did he? Hey, good job. I think Paul. this is the first good game he's had down there. So. It's nice to see. It might yeah. be too late for him, though. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, if Gorman keeps swinging the bat and Gorman doesn't look like he's a liability at second, um, and for all you people who told me that Edmund was going to be a liability at shortstop and didn't have the arm to do it, um, was... I've only seen one bad play from him out of sh- at shortstop so far. And that was, and that the was day. An amazing. Yeah, that was an amazing yeah. stop he made. He just couldn't get it across the path. Yeah, I mean, I think Gorman's had one bad throw at second, which he he blew the ball over Goldie's head, and then Sosa kind of screwed him uh, when Sosa made a great play and then spun around and looked. I thought he was going to throw it to first, and he ended up dumping it to Gorman, and Gorman couldn't get it. So um, yeah. I think if Gorman keeps playing like that and then can keep getting the ball across the field, it may be too late for Pauly D. Yeah, um, Pauly is. <clears throat> In 77 at-bats, one home run, seven RBIs. Um, 
Oh crap. Nope, that's not it. That's this is nine or no 41 plate appearances uh in the minors. Uh it says no home runs, but I know he has a home run. Four RBIs, one eighty-nine batting average, two forty-four on base, two forty-three slugging, four eighty-seven OPS, and his OPS plus is non-existent. Um yeah, that's that's not good. Uh, I know he at least has one home run, though, in the minors. I know he got it today, I think. Um, and you said he had three hits, so. Um, I think that's what I saw. Yeah. Hopefully he turns it around. Uh, but. For trade material? Absolutely. I would love that. Uh, but there is no way in hell he's coming back to the Cardinals. I will riot. I will burn most office down. Um, anyways, but from four hundred miles away. I, listen, I'll drive up there. Don't tempt me. I will. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gorman is about as I expected. Um, he's going to get his home run tomorrow, or I mean, not tomorrow, because they have the day off tomorrow. Um, I was about to say Thursday <laughs> against the Brewers. Yeah, four game set against the yeah. Brewers this weekend. Yeah, he's going to get his home run on Thursday, the twenty sixth. Um, so you, he's uh, this is a topic I wanted to cover real quick. There's a weird like fear with fans this year, and I don't know, like, okay. No offense, but some fans, they kind of hear something that they think is smart from someone who has no clout uh, or any experience in, like, baseball, like me. And they say, they hear it, and it, it sounds smart. And they're, they're like, oh, wow, that really makes sense. And then they use that talking point over and 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 over again. Like it was the same with Paula the Young and Ozzy Smith. Uh, they were doing this stupid comparison where they were saying that Paul Young is like the Ozzy Smith because he doesn't play offense, but he plays a really good defense, and that's why we should have him. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not true at all. Ozzy was more useful. Anyways, but there's this weird thing where people are like, oh, we can't bring Gorman up. We can't send DeYoung down. We can't bring Donovan up. We can't bring Herrera up. We can't bring uh, any of these other guys, these minor leagues up because these minor leaguers up because they don't know how to play defense well. And I'm like, they, they play defense really well. I mean, I mean, have you been disappointed with Dorman? Have you been disappointed with um, uh, Donovan? No, I haven't. Have you? I mean, not necessarily. Donovan's played much better defensively than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just to be honest, he made he in there tonight, but I mean, he's been much better than I overall anticipated. And Gorman seems to be handling second base just fine, considering they just moved him this year, I think, over in the minors and was trying to get him into second base. So they did. I feel like they're okay. I didn't hear much of that. Um, I mean, I heard a little bit of it about Gorman. Um, 
so I didn't hear. I mean, Herrera's still developing. I mean, and 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 I can understand the argument with Herrera because he is so young, and we're used to Yachty. Yeah. So I at least can understand the argument when it comes to Herrera, but I personally haven't seen him, so I can't make any of those objections. Like I got to see him for one inning tonight. Well, yeah, and like, but these, I mean, it's just like some of these players. I mean, they they've been playing defense. I mean, it's not like it's not like the Cardinals uh, uh, developers. I don't even know what to really call them, but the co- minor league coaching staff has just been been like oh well we only care about your offense and you know your defense will come naturally later it's not like that they they work these guys on every aspect of the game they try to they try to turn these kids from a two uh two or three player uh tool player into a five tool player as much as they can and for those of you don't that don't know five tool players are offense defense uh speed what's the what are the last two do you remember? <sighs> no, I don't. Actually, off the top of my head, I don't. I used to memorize it. Um, but anyways, I mean, they but, tried to. But we are true. We should... go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no, you go ahead, so I can look this up real quick. Okay, good. I was, I was trying to give you filler there. Yeah, uh, thank you. I realized so what you were doing. I was just going to say we we traditionally, I mean, we typically always have a really good farm system. We develop players really, really well. So I don't know – I don't know where you're getting crap at about our minor leaguers because I just don't get it as much as you do apparently. Or I, don't, yeah. I just discuss with smarter baseball fans than you do. Um, Everybody's dumber <laughs> than me, so but, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, we just traditionally have such a good farm system that I, I most people I know are excited to see what the young guys have. Uh, now, of course, there's always your your – questions about how good they're going to be compared to what we have and and there's always a little bit of hesitation but I don't usually hear people talking down about our minor leaguers coming up and then it surprises me I wish I could get into an argument with these people for you or with you so we can go ham on them uh, yeah I like debate but an Eiffel Tower them I mean I I like our minor league system I like our minor league coaching staff uh yeah, I just I, I don't have I don't have a lot of doubt in our in our minor league system and, and how we develop players. They usually turn out no. pretty good. I mean, no, obviously you know when you when you got as big of a minor league system as everybody has, not everybody's going to be gold, but we don't usually miss on minor leaguers. Yeah, sorry, the beer spilled right in on my nose. <coughs> um. So the Bush product, right? Yeah, it has Bud Light on it. Um, it's hitting, hitting for power, running, fielding, and throwing. There you go. Um, so yeah, they. I mean, they develop all that stuff in the minor leagues. They, they, and um, yeah. I just I don't understand. It's not like they're gonna come up with their dicks in their hands and they're just going to be like, Oh, I don't know how to play second. They, they know what they're doing. They're big boys. Um, I mean, most of your minor league players at one point played multiple positions too. They're, well, they're yeah. getting refined down to a, a primary position when they get to double and triple a. So that, that's Unless why guys like it. Donovan. 
Yeah. Yeah, but the guys like Donovan, I mean, we've used him where? Left field, right field, first, second, short, third. Yeah. The only places he hasn't played for us this year are center, pitcher, and catcher. And he's actually could catch from what I got heard the other day on the broadcast. So, yeah. I, people who don't understand how the minor leagues work and how development works, they just – they that would irritate me, man. I would be irritated all the time if I was you. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I see everything. Um, but, I mean, speaking of the minors, I mean, can we – so we have – like, I mean, I just – I want to talk about, like, the last couple of years we have – Dylan Carlson, um, Lars Newtbar, Newt, Yvonne Herrera, mm-hmm. Nolan Gorman, um, uh, Brendan Donovan, this Burleson guy that I've heard is really good. Um, any other offensive guys? Mason Wynn, who just got promoted today. Yeah. Um, they are all a part of the Jeff Albert experiment. And we shit on Jeff, or fans shit on Jeff Albert all the time. Uh, they call for his job. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, we uh, really do. <laughs> uh, yeah, and but Jeff Albert is one of the reasons why these prospects are doing so well. Uh, they went to the school of uh, Jeff Albert, and Jeff Albert has been influential on that. And so, with all the poo pooing that Jeff Albert gets. I think that we should commend him uh, when he gets things right. Uh, it only It's only fair, and what kind of fan base would we be? So I just want to say good job, Jeff Albert. I mean, obviously he's not the only reason why these players are doing well, really well, but he's doing a really good job at developing these players to hit. Um, anyways, I just wanted to say that. Do you have any thoughts on that or – do you want to pass on that? Um, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> we still don't like Jeff Halbert here. Um, no, I'm just Except kidding. That I, I mean, I think he does a great job with the minor league system. I don't think his – the way he coaches or the way he's implementing the system with the, with the big leaguers is necessarily processing correctly. I wish he could deliver the message that he delivers to the minor leaguers, the younger guys, to the guys in the show and get the message across more clearly. Now, it's obviously starting to resonate with Edmund, Goldie, and Arenado are on a whole different level anyways. So, I mean, I just I just want to see more consistency. Like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm tired of the inconsistency with the money these guys make. Um, if these guys were minor leaguers and we were watching AAA baseball, I probably wouldn't care as much, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I want to see consistency. I want to see rhythm. I want to see wins, wins, wins. Don't like losing, and my expectations no. are probably a little too high for the team this season. It's probably what this really comes down to. Well, no, it's not because you know why? Because they have been saying for the last couple of years that 2022 is going to be the year. That's what they've been saying. Now, have they shown that 2022 is going to be the year? Um, up until recently, no. Now, as of last week, when they brought up Libertor and um. They sent down DeYoung, and then they brought up uh, Donovan and Gorman. That was a really good sign because typically they wait till about July when it's too late to send a player down. Um, so anyways, is the job done? No. Should they have done 
other stuff in the off uh, off season besides getting Dickerson and Pujols? Yes, absolutely. Should they have, should they have gotten a certain shortstop? Fuck, they couldn't have. Never mind. Uh, well, they could have gotten tra- uh, Trevor Story, who is red freaking hot. He's the player of the week already, and he it's not even Wednesday yet. Um, well, Lavney strikes out twelve times in the next three days. Hey, I I think he still would win. <laughs> maybe uh, yeah, maybe Presley for the first time in a month. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, that's all all I got on Jeff Albert. I can't stall for you much anymore. So, uh, you had some complaints about some of the other players tonight. Yes, so. I do. All right, here we go. I'm just going to drink my coffee. Yep, sit back, shut up, and relax and enjoy. Because I think you're going to enjoy this. I've mentioned this before. I've mentioned this before. And I want to clarify something. I I do love Jordan. I think he is a hell of a talent. I think he is going to be something very special for our organization for years to come. I believe that with his injuries the last couple seasons, and the lack of experience he has been able to gain, I believe we are wasting opportunity, time, and development with this player. I do not blame him for his poor performances trying to become a starting pitcher. I blame the organization and Ali Marmol. And if it's not Ali Marmol pulling the string on that one, I blame whoever's pulling the strings and said, hey, we're just going to go with Hicks is our fifth starter. We're going to learn. We're going to get him stretched out, and then we're going to see what he can do. It's time for the experiment to be over. We are, what, a quarter of the way into the season now? He's won, what, maybe one game. He has not had a quality start yet. He's broken 80 pitches once. He has no good ball control right now. He's given up way too many hits, way too many walks. Every time he comes onto the mound, we end up exhausting our bullpen. The experiment needs to be over, and Cardinals fans, I think on the majority, agree with me on this. And I think they appreciate him and for his talents and what he is as a player, but the experiment needs to be done. It is costing us too much. It is time to go get a true fifth starter for our rotation. Reyes is out for the season. He's not coming back unless it's very, very, very late in the season or a postseason appearance. Flaherty, we still don't know when he's actually going to be back. We cannot keep doing this. We cannot keep exhausting our bullpen, especially with the fact that our bullpen is rather weak. We have a few good pitchers, but Verhagen is a waste. Wiggren is a waste. Um, Cabrera is hit or miss. There's somebody else I'm missing that I wanted to yell about. Delonte? Um, Delonte is a side note for me for later. Um they just need to give Helsley the closing position and let him, if he's got to pitch back-to-back nights in the ninth inning, just let him do it. But to be honest with you, we're, we're not typically in a safe situation back-to-back nights, so I don't see what the problem is. Stop using him in the middle innings and save him for the end of the game. If we're going to struggle, let the guys who are struggling struggle through, and hopefully we can count our offense to get us runs. But the Hicks experiment needs to be over. We do not have a strong enough bullpen. We do not have a start, strong enough starting rotation for every time Hicks goes out there for the bullpen to have to pick up four, five, or six innings. It's going to kill us in the long run. We burnt up our bullpen last year, and we had to go get a couple of old pitchers, which somehow it worked out. 
with getting Hap and Lester the, at the deadline last year. It worked out. We went on a 17-game win streak. Fantastic. That was one year. You cannot do that every season. Yeah. If we want to win, we want to give Wayno or we want to give Yachty and Pujols the exit they deserve from the MLB, we need to go get another pitcher. And we're not, not just a pitcher. We need to go get a good starting pitcher who's a solid, quality pitcher. And we need to go get another bullpen on. This is something that should have been done in the offseason. There were a bunch of players out there available, and they didn't want to spend the money. You guys have all this extra revenue bringing Pujols in. Go get somebody and pay the money you got to pay. I'm tired of the bullpen inconsistency. There are times where the bullpen looks fantastic. They look great. Then there are times they look like junk. And I can't determine right now if it's they look like junk at those times because they're being overused, misused, or they're having to pitch too many innings because the starters aren't going far enough, or if they just aren't quality guys who are hit or miss. Do you agree or disagree at this point? Uh, that I agree with you. Uh, okay, I cool. think the guy you were thinking of was uh, T.J. McFarland. Yes, thank you. That's who it was. It was McFarland. <laughs> McFarland was great last year. He had a really, really strong second half. He has not been that guy this year. Um, yeah, I knew it was somebody else who I was missing. I just couldn't remember his name. So I'm, 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 I'm virulently, I think is the correct word to use. And if I'm wrong, please somebody let me know. I am yeah, concerned. Vietnamese, that might be the right word too. But I am concerned. I am frustrated. I am upset. This comes from management. This does not come strictly on the players. And the way they want to play the game, we do not have the personnel for that right now. We need to go get a starting pitcher. Whatever the price may be, we need to go get a starting pitcher. And I don't mean whatever the price and giving up Jordan Walker and Nolan Gorman and, you know, big prospects. But if we got to eat some contract or whatever we got to do, we need to go get a pitcher. We cannot rest this on Wayno all season long. Michaelis is only going to look good for so long. Eventually, he's going to hit a brick wall. At least that's my expectation because I don't want to set the bar so high for him. I'm upset with him later in the season, too. Matt's has been hit or miss, and now he's hurt. And Libertor is not the answer yet. He needs more time to develop. Yes, he had a good, a decent first outing. We'll see what he does this weekend against the Brewers. I mean, he's going to face some real competition. He's going to face a fairly good hitting team this week. We'll see what he really has in the tank. I don't think my opinion will change regardless of how he does because he's still a very young player and he still needs to develop, but he is not the savior to the rotation that we need. We need an experienced arm to start who can eat up and chew up innings and give us five to six to seven quality innings start in or every start day in and day out. We need another strong bullpen arm for middle relief that can go two or three innings when needed. I think Hicks needs to be back in the bullpen. I think if you put Hicks back in the bullpen, he doesn't have to worry about conserving his arm for five innings. He can go out there and he can throw the 100, the 98, the 103, the 96, the 101, and then throw the change up for 90 miles an hour and be done and out of an inning. I'm very, very frustrated with how they're handling the pitching staff. And I'm a very big Cardinals fan. You know this because I make fun of you and say I'm a bigger fan than you are because yeah, I watch the Cardinals all the time. But I'm <clears> frustrated. <throat> I'm very frustrated. 
and and just because Mo's had a couple successes where you know we snuck into the playoffs and we made big runs, or we picked up a couple old guys at the trade deadline and we ended up sneaking into the playoffs again, that is not enough for Cardinal fans. Not this year. Not with it being Yachty's last year. Not with it being Pools last year. Not with it potentially being Wayno's last year. I want to see these guys go out in a chariot on fire, grand victory. I nothing less than an NL pennant. I want to see these guys get a chance at another World Series and then let it be what it is. Because they deserve it. Yeah. So I'm I am extremely frustrated with the ownership, the management, and everything else. Do I think Ollie Marmol is doing a bad job? No, I don't think he's doing a bad job in his first year as a manager. I think he screwed up, and he said the expectation was World Series or bust. That was his expectation day one at his opening interview when he got the job. I would have never said that expectation. I would have said this is what we want to do, but it's one day at a time. We have goals we have to meet throughout the season. But the ultimate goal is to win the World Series. World Series or bust was not – I mean, I love the message. Don't get me wrong. I'm a competitor. I love the message. But you, at that point, you set the expectation that you guys had this team set up that we should go, you know, 95 to 100 wins, win the division easily, coast through the playoffs, and go fight for a World Series title. We do not look like a team that can do that, especially with the way the Dodgers loaded up in the offseason especially with the pitching that the Brewers have, especially with the way the Mets went and loaded up in the offseason. We are not even a top five team in the NL right now. Now, somehow, somehow, the offense is ranked like number two, three, or four across the board in the NL. We, we We have the least amount of strikeouts in the NL right now. Did you, did you see that stat tonight during the game? Yeah, I saw that. Like, that um, blew I'm, my mind. I was like, are you serious? Yeah, I'm pulling them up right now. I don't – yeah, pull that up for me, please. The offense is hit or miss. Uh, I'm loving what the young guys are doing coming up and playing ball. Like, I, I, I applaud them and their efforts. You know, Edmund is playing much better than you anticipated, I'm sure, because you and I kind of had it out. At the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Edmund's really getting there. He's doing a lot better than I expected. Um, Last year, he just was not good. Um, This year, he's doing a lot better, especially in the uh, leadoff role, and I like that. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm loving him. Dickerson, waste of money. Trade him. Get him out of here. He doesn't deserve to wear the birds on the bat. We don't need him. Whoa, you don't um, like that statement? I, 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 I don't think – I think deserving kind of sounded a little too harsh, especially when we had Johnny Peralta and Mike Leake on the team. So, Oh, I wasn't doing the podcast <laughs> when they were on the team, and I didn't like them either. Yeah. Johnny Peralta <laughs> I didn't have as much of a problem with. I didn't like Leake. But, yeah. no, I don't think – I don't think Dickerson's worth the $5 million. I think he needs to be gone. We have other players that can play that position, um, especially when Tyler O'Neill comes back. I hope that they send him down to AAA, let him find his swing over the course of a week or two, and he and I hope he does, and then he comes back to be what he was last year. I'm very hesitant about Tyler O'Neill last year. Um, was it a flash in the pan? Can he get back to that level or even to 85% of what he did last year? I don't know. 
But that may be something else we have to look at is a left fielder. Do we have it in our system? Can we use the guys we have? I mean, our corners are solid. I'm perfectly fine with Kisner behind the plate, to be honest with you. Yachty is getting his bat going a little bit better than, I mean, he's hitting, what, almost 250? So I, I can deal with Yachty hitting anywhere between 225 and 250. Kisner's playing really good ball, to be honest, better than I anticipated. Edmonds solid. If Gorman stays solid, we got a really solid infield. I will sacrifice Bader's hitting right now for his glove and for his ability to play center field. I mean, we have some weaknesses. We're a quarter of the way through the season. You know, and and the thing that's going to save our rear end is right now Milwaukee has played 18 games against divisional opponents, not including us. So I'm talking Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Cincinnati. We've only played nine. So they actually have – I mean, and those are games we should win. Let's just say we go six and three. We now have a lead in Central. Yeah. So I'm not all down and and angry right now, but there are some concerns I have addressed going into – we have Milwaukee next, then we play San Diego. Then we got five games in Chicago at Wrigley. If we stumble and fumble and fall against Milwaukee and then we get smoked by San Diego, we're going to need to take all five games in Chicago. And even though Chicago is not a great team this year, I don't see us winning five straight against Chicago because one of those is a doubleheader. And it's hard to win two game, both games in a doubleheader. Yeah. I think you and I both know that. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's they have good to get off my chest. Typically, the problem <laughs> is that they they don't try in one of the games. So if they win the first game, then they don't try really in the second game. Uh, but you, you're going to have to they're going to have to try it if that if that happens against the Brewers and the uh, Padres. A um, couple of things I'm going to say. Um, so uh, putting Hicks in the, back in the pen. Um, I would say is kind of the Cardinals' problem is they they didn't want Hicks to throw 103 because you know what happened whenever he threw 103? He hurt his arm. Yeah, he'd destroy his arm, throw his arm out. Um, so that's my problem with his. I'd rather – I don't want – I would not rather have – I would rather have him healthy than be injured because he's – whenever he's on, he's really good. Um, oh, he's money. He's a great pitcher. Yeah. He's got great stuff. I mean, his yeah. stuff works. His stuff will play. That's what frustrates me so badly about it. I just don't think yeah. he's ready to be a, a, a rotation starter. Yeah, and I think the problem is that he's had to kind of take away his velocity, and I think that's hurt his control, and he barely had any control to begin with. Um, uh, another thing is I I actually disagree with you. I don't think we need an experienced arm. Um, after seeing Angel Rendon um, and with what Libertor could do, I kind of want to see how they go. Um, I don't know if we need to trade for a starting pitcher unless Flaherty is just out for the rest of the season. Then I change my mind and I say we need to get somebody. Um, and I also I thank you for saying the making that thing about the J-Hap and the John Lester thing because – 
There is no way, no one can convince me that John Mazalak and Gersh, I can't even remember his first name, but um, uh, traded for Jay Happ and John Lester in hopes of getting to the playoffs. Uh, yeah, there's that trade was helpful to them, but it was not a playoff push team. Um, idea but anyways um yeah i i kind of want to see libertor and angel rendon and i think after tonight's start with how ollie and mo have kind of had a not taken any shits about anything or like they're not their their rope or their leash is just really short this season i i think we're gonna see tomorrow that they're gonna announce that uh Hicks is going back to the bullpen. Um I do want to say that Hicks also like I said he's um kind of taken off his velocity and so he's lost control. Uh so I I, I do want to say that's I think that kind of hurts him against these teams but yeah it, it just needs to stop. Um I'm over it. Uh I think that's all I had to against your argu- argument. Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with you about Rondon, but I mean, I need to see that for a month straight. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one appearance that I've seen on him. I, I know he's pitched more than that, but that's one appearance, one fantastic appearance. How many guys do we see come in, get their chance? They look fantastic in their first appearance, then they look pretty good in their second appearance, and then guys get film on them. They start seeing them. They figure them out. Look what happened to um, Jake Walsh earlier in the year. Came in, had a great first appearance, didn't do crap his next two appearances, and then he's back in the minors. Hmm. I mean, I want I want some experience. I want somebody who knows what they're doing, who has the confidence that when they get shaken, they can pull themselves back together and they can be strong. Is there I want to see wins this year. Do you see anybody in particular? You know, uh, you, you know who I'm uh, thinking of. You're not gonna guess it, but you and I, I honestly, I don't even know how he's pitching this year. So, can you look up Joe Kelly for me as a starter? No, as a as a bullpen guy. Oh, okay. You're um, Joe Kelly. I think has done really well. I was asking, like, is there a starter? Uh, oh gosh, a 10.80 ERA, 4.31 FIP, not bad. 38 ERA plus. Pretty bad and a two eighty whip. Okay, but you put our defense behind him. Um yeah, it's I mean with our defense it, it would definitely go down. Um I mean his ERA on the start is his FIP is four thirty one, so that's that's not bad. How many home runs has he given up? Um boom none. Six walks. Okay. okay, six walks. He's only okay. pitched in six games, though. Okay, so a walk a game. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would rather have him with the experience, his tenacity, his mental ability, his confidence. I would I would trust that more coming out of the bullpen than Verhagen, Wigren, or McFarland right now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who I – 
I need to look into that again. But uh, is there a starter? Because you're you're talking about replacing uh, Hicks with another guy. I mean, there's there's a few guys out there. I mean, now who's available? Who we can actually get? We've said yeah. his name twenty times this year. Frankie Montas. Yeah. I mean, he's not having the yeah. best season in the world, but look at what's behind him. Well, yeah. Uh, let's look at Montas real quick. Um, but, 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 I mean, I think he's 355 ERA, 100 ERA plus 335th, though. One, uh, a one whip. Like, I would take him in a heartbeat right now. Yeah, I would, I would take him. I, I like, I would, I would trade for him too. But like I said, I think, I think the reason why he's still on the athletics is because the, Asking price is just astronomical. Um, I mean, I agree, but let's go yeah, poke around and see if we can make something happen. Well, sure. yeah, yeah, I for sure. I just that kind of scares me, or not scares me, but that's probably. I think that's why they uh, they've been doing that, or that that's why he hasn't been moved. Um, that or he's that just got even some a guy over conformity. In Cincinnati, which Cincinnati <laughs> won't trade a pitcher to us. Yeah, right. I was going to say, um, there's no way. Castillo? No, well, I would love to get Luis Castillo. It starts with an M. Um, Not Barrel Kelly. Oh, the... Oh, hold on. Reds. He was the guy that we lost the game to or something, right? The one Reds no, game. No, because that was, the, that was the first That was the first guy. This is a guy who's been there a couple of years. Mainly? Tyler Maley. Molly. Molly. Yeah, Molly. That's it. M-A-H-L-E. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, even I would deal with him. Um, just somebody you know, need the, more innings. At this point, I just need somebody who can eat up innings. The Reds <laughs> might actually trade him. Because, I mean, they're looking to be enemy number one right now. Right. Will they actually trade him? Uh, 523 ERA. 80-70 ERA plus. 336 FIP, really good. 134 whip, not good. Um, three home runs, 20 walks. Ooh, walking is his problem. Ooh. Yeah, that's but, a problem. I didn't realize he had that many. But, I mean, that's um, with, I mean, with a guy like, well, I mean, he does have Stevenson, so, but I don't know. I think I mean, whenever you're on a psychic team from that, yeah, there are definitely guys. Um, but, yeah, I would – I mean, the fact that it's May, almost June, um, I I know that sounds weird, but I would say, like, I would give Angel Rendon and Libertor a chance. Um, you're, what, two months away from the deadline? Um, I'd give them a chance. If they're not, they're not doing it like we expect them to, then I would – um, I would that de- I would definitely say we need to get a starter. Um, if well, they we do well, Mats comes back, they're going to send Libertor back to the minors. Do we? I mean, that's my anticipation considering he went on the IL and they called Libertor back, and they're both lefties. Yeah. And you're paying Mats forty million over the next four years. You're not going to use him. 
or not you're not gonna not use them. Well, yeah, so, but I mean, you have, I mean, you have a hole, right? Basically, uh, let's see, you have, let's see, we have Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Dakota Hudson, Jordan Hicks. Um. So, wait, wait, Matt, uh, Wainwright, Michaelis, Hudson. So those are the three guys. Jack Flaherty is injured. He's not going to be back till June or something. And Matt's is injured, and he's not going to be back for another 10 days. Um, Hicks needs to go, so you replace him with the Libertor. Because I think that's another thing. I think Cardinals want a more diverse um, rotation. And I'd be okay with that. And honestly, if Libertor can give me five solid innings, and I don't mean I don't mean shutout innings. I don't mean you know one run for five innings. Like if he can give me five innings, three runs or less, game in and game out, fine. Put him in there. Yeah. Go ahead, leave him there. I'm cool with that. Let him get some experience. Let him develop with the big boys. Let him learn from Wainwright. You know, and Flaherty. But yeah, I yeah. want to see wins. I want yeah. some domination. <laughs> yeah. Car, um, yeah, I think even though Hicks is a problem, I, I, I do think the bullpen is probably the biggest uh, issue. TJ McFarland is not doing well this season. Um, Palante is okay, I think. Verhagen is kind of a bust. Palante's I don't young. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate Nick Wickren as much as you do. Um, Junior Fernandez. I don't understand why they keep bringing him up. They don't like him. Um, yeah, Hennessy's Cabrera. He's just an he's a nut job. I think he's another Carlos Martinez. Yep, I'm getting and, there. I'm, that's the that's way I'm getting with him. And he and he just scares me with his pitching. Um, anyways, but Gallegos is kind of doing bad too. But um, he's just not a he's not a uh, closer. But unfortunately, whenever Helsley can't pitch, he's the because you aren't you aren't going to give it to Cabrera. That's for sure. Not going to give it to McFarland, to Palante, uh, Verhagen, Whitgren. Uh, maybe Whitgren. Uh, but anyways, uh, you have anything else to add on this topic before we move on? I want to hear what you think about Dickerson. He's been getting more consistent at bats. And so that was the problem I had with him for the longest time. Um, I just shut down the thing, but um, I don't know. I He's getting more consistent at bats and that's good, but he's not taking advantage of those at-bats. And I understand it's hard to not play consistently, and it's hard to play DH uh, not consistently, but you're going to have to deal with it because Albert Albert's doing okay, DH not consistently. Um, but um, I, I still don't understand why they haven't put Lars Newbar up there. But um, – 
I think Dickerson's uh, days are numbered. They aren't going to be able to trade him, so they're just going to have to eat the contract and release him. But that's – You don't think anybody would want him? No. Just like I don't think anyone's going to want Alex Reyes. No one's going to want um, – who's the guy I don't like? Um, De Young. De Young. There's not going to be anyone – yeah, there. It's just he's so much of a problem. Even if we pl- paid all of their salary, no one's going to want him. There's not enough room for him. Um. So. That's I think he'd be easier to trade than the other guys. That that is probably true, but there's a reason why he wasn't. He was one of the last free agents. Uh, this season. Um. I want to look at his last couple of games. Uh, So he has a 207 batting average in his last 10 games. Uh, 32 plate appearances. Six hits. Four singles, two doubles. Two RBIs, two walks. Six strikeouts. Um. 557 OPS. So, uh, yeah, it's – I'm about done with him too because I'd much rather give Newt Bar the, uh, the spot and make him the platoon DH, which is a very hard job to do, but still. And I think that's why they haven't given it to Newt Bar yet uh, now that I think about it, but – that's a. That's my opinion on it, which is a shame because I really yeah, like. I'm, I, I Corey Dickerson in the past has been, but he's been pretty good. I mean, I was excited about Dickerson. I mean, I was super thrilled. I was like, "Oh, that's fair money." You know, he's going to be a great help, and he just has not been it yet. Um, yeah, and uh, this might be a little short sighted. But I feel like he's okay. a defensive liability. I haven't seen much of him defensively, so I can't really speak to that one. I just don't think – I would rather have Yepes in left field. If I'm going to have a defensive liability, I'd rather have Yepes in there taking all the at-bats than Dickerson. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, what was it, last week? You know, you're bringing all these guys up. Pretty soon it's going to get too crowded, and you're not going to send Pujols down or you're not going to release Pujols because uh, he's making the Cardinals so much money. Um, Sosa maybe, but Corey Dickerson, I think he's going to be the top of the list on people you need to get rid of. Um, that was kind of the problem with the platoon DH. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to he's not going to be a Cardinal much longer. Unfortunately, um, maybe the Cardinals can get something for him. I could see maybe the Marlins trying to make a reunion for him, but I, I don't see anybody really wanting to pick him up. Give me Anderson for Dickerson. Which Anderson? For that shortstop, uh, Brian Anderson. Oh, Brian Anderson, yeah. Uh, no, Jazz Chisholm. Chisholm was there. He's their second baseman. Oh, is he? Oh, whoopsies. 
It's the guy Joe oh, was talking about. Uh, Joey Wendell. Yes, Wendell. Oh, I like that. I know that would happen, but I mean, I would do that. Oh, I mean, okay. then obviously that screws up Norman being in second, but or Gold. Norman. Or Edmund. Gorman. I don't want to lose Edmund. Not in the slightest. Maybe. But Maybe. Edmund can, we can shift Edmund to the outfield if we need to. I mean, shoot, put him in left field. If he can play center, he can play left. Edmund? Can Edmund yeah. play center? He was playing I think... center over the weekend. Was he? Okay, he, I'm sorry. He didn't look like a natural. Did he? I think his – Yeah. I wonder if, like, his shortness is a problem. I think but... Edmund is – okay, so here's my honest opinion. Edmund's okay. an athlete. Wherever yeah. you put him, he's going to play the game. He's going to give you his all, and he's self-aware enough to know what his weaknesses are, that he's not going to try to do something that he knows he can't do. That's my opinion on Edmund. Yeah. I like Edmund. I just – or especially this year. I just – I don't know. Uh, Cardinals, this year. I wanted to circle back to this real quick. No, they are didn't. third in batting average. Um, insane. Absolutely four, insane. Fourth in on-base percentage. Uh, eight in slugging and five fifth in OPS. So, and honestly, because I think in the a week before this, um, or last week or the week before, um, they were like fifteenth, sixteenth, and everything. Um, they're in the top five, top 10 on all these offensive uh, stats because of Paul Goldschmidt. So um, called Paul Goldschmidt after April had like a 198 uh, <laughs> batting average. And then I look yesterday and he has like a 350 batting average now. He's been insane. And well, he's got a 15 game hitting streak. He's been on base 30 games in a row. I mean, good lord! I, I and I want to. I, I have the article pulled up, and I didn't get a chance to read it because I keep forgetting. But um, he has this new bat that he got in the off season, and it's like some weird scientific at bat or this scientific bat. Um, I'll probably read it and then get back to you guys on this next week. But um, he even got Arenado on it. I was gonna say him and Arenado have the same thing. It's so. I I'll just, give you a brief non-deep description. So what they did was they basically yeah, yeah. moved some of the weight to the bottom of the bat to balance it out to pick yeah. up their bat speed. Um, so that's why the bottom of the bat's got a huge puck. I said puck. Yeah. P-U-C-K. Look at knob on the end of it instead of the traditional knob. That looks pretty familiar, actually. Oh, wait, never mind. Um, anyways. Um, it's like a mushroom tip. Um, anyways, it's yeah, I noticed that I noticed the little <laughs> um I noticed the little uh shot glass at the bottom or puck. Um and then I realized no one else had it. I was like, huh, I wonder what that is. But yeah, uh that's I think that yeah, I knew it had something to do with like his angle, the way he's swinging, but anyways, uh I'll read into it and then I'll probably talk about it next week. Um you wanna play the game? Or 
Let's play. Okay, so. Okay, so. Um, it's basically the same game that we've been doing the last couple weeks with uh, or let's see, with the MLB show. Um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put the Cardinals up against everybody, though. Uh, so where would we upgrade? Uh, so I'm only going to do one pitcher and then we can do a bullpen guy. Like we can look at the numbers. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then we'll go from there. So you want to start with pitcher? Do you want to start with catcher? I don't care. This is your game. Uh, Let's do catcher. So we're going to go with uh, Yadier Molina. I don't know who that guy is. Would you upgrade or would you stick with Yadi? Well, this is not fair because I'm biased. See, you have uh, to be unbiased. I'm talking to unbiased Josh right now. Would I go away from Yadi? If I went away from Yadi, who would I go with? <laughs> I mean, JT Ramalto, maybe. I'm pulling up JT Ramalto stats right now. Okay, so we're going to do this way. You got to pick somebody, and I got to pick somebody, and we got to decide. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to up, you would upgrade with uh, JT? I mean, that would be off the top of my head, I, I guess. Or if you, if you want to stick with Yachty, that's fine, too. I'm just saying. You got to try to be a little unbiased. I mean, yeah, I'd throw GT out there as an option. You give me the the other option you think. Okay, my other option was Will Smith of the Dodgers. Mm. And now we don't have to play nice here. We can argue about this. I mean, if you want to say, oh, we will. Yachty, yeah, uh, Yachty is good. Uh, I'm going to throw out Yachty's stats real quick. So far this year, he has a 239 batting average, 239 uh, on base percentage. Ew. Uh, 337 <laughs> slugging, 576 OPS, and then a 68 OPS plus. Uh, not great. JT Real Muto has a 232 batting average, 303 on base percentage, 341 slugging, 643 OPS, and an 87 OPS plus. Not the greatest start either. But Will Smith has a 255 batting average, 367 on base percentage, 422 slugging, 788 on uh, OPS, and a 123 OPS plus. How is he defensive? I mean, oh gosh, let's see. Defense is not my strong suit, unfortunately. Uh, let's see, feeling position about that percentage. Ooh, look at that. Uh, ninety, a nine ninety six fielding percentage, uh, okay. for Will Smith. That's all I need. Um, ba, 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 ba. yeah. Do you need to know Yachty's? No, I don't. Uh, ba, ba. you do? I said no, I don't. Oh, you don't. If you want to say it? You can say it, but I don't need to know it. Okay, so um, my vote is Will Smith. Persuaded me on Will Smith. Who do you got? I said you have persuaded me on Will Smith. So what? <clears throat> You've persuaded. I... Oh my gosh. 
Josh has admitted there's a better catcher than Yadier Molina in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Da, da, da. I still love Yadier. Yes. He's still my boy. Yes. I would never really trade for anybody yeah. else but Yadi though. I would trade Yachty in a heartbeat. Anyways, um, first baseman, I'm not even going to look at other players. I mean, I'm not upgrading from – there is no upgrade from Paul Goldschmidt, right? No, no, no. There's no Part upgrade. Of the next one. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could make an, uh, nope. a case for uh, – Nope. Nope. Uh, what's his name? Nope. Not, nope. No, I'm not going to say Alonzo. I, I, I was going to say Freddie make, Freeman. You, can, you, you can't even make a case. Nope. Well, yeah, I could. I mean, no, you can't. No, you well, can't. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, you can't. You, there is nothing you can say about any other first baseman in the league right now that would make me want to give up Goldie. Sorry. Well, right. Well, right now, obviously, no. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. There is nobody else better right now. Yeah. Because we're doing this yeah, as of right for, now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was thinking like overall. I was like, well, hold on. <laughs> We could throw Matt Olson maybe and uh you, and you'd have a better chance arguing Matt Olson to me than Freddie Freeman, to be honest. Really? Yep. Just out of curiosity, why? And you're like talking all together right now. Yeah, I just don't like Freddie or, Freeman. I mean all time. Why? I don't know. There's something about him that just drives me wrong. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a really, really good player. He's got a great bat. I just don't like him. There's just players I don't like just because I don't like him. Okay then. Uh, second baseman, I don't even know who we really want to call it. Norman, or is it Edmund? I would, well, I guess go, tech- for, for, for this argument, I would have to go with Edmund because he's played more second base yeah. than any other position right now. Yeah. Um, is there a player that you would think is an upgrade to Edmund? I'm trying to think of a better second baseman at the moment. And see, this is where I go. I argue offense versus defense. Um, if I was going to go to another second baseman, I mean, there's a list of them out there that are really, really good. Defensively, though, I can't think of anybody who I'd rather have. Um, this is tough. This is tough. Second baseman. Um, I'm I'm gonna throw uh, Jazz Chisholm out there. See, as that's a who I was potential th- upgrade. Uh, great minds think alike. Um, I yeah. was thinking Chisholm. and maybe Altuve. Who's um, who's the guy in Atlanta? Ozzy Albies. Uh, Albies, I think, has done a really uh, has had a good year this year. I think. I mean, um, there's a lot of really good second basemen out there because there's. Who's with the Who's with the Rangers? Uh, Marcus Simeon, but he hasn't had a good year this year so far. Oh, okay. Um. So let's see. Let's look at Tommy Edmond real quick. Tommy Edmond in uh, this season has a two seventy nine batting average, three sixty nine on base percentage, four thirty five slugging, eight oh four OPS, and a one thirty six OPS plus. Um, Jazz Chisholm has a 290 batting average, 341 on base, one slugging, 921 OPS, and a 160 OPS plus. Good lord, he's doing really well. 
Yeah, he's been. Uh, that's why I was thinking him. But I was trying to see if there's anybody else I wanted to say. Altuve, two eighty two batting average, nine thirty four OPS, and a one seventy two OPS plus. I just I mean, don't like Altuve, so I'd pass on him all day long. I know you would. I know you would. Um, man, he's got a lot of uh, accolades. Um. Oh, Albies. No, Albies has not done well this year, I don't think. Uh, 685 OPS and an 88, OP, uh, 88 OPS plus. Um, oh, man. You know what? I'm keeping Edmund. I would keep Edmund. And yes, he's not as good as Altuve or Jess Chisholm. But I, like you said, defensively, I would keep him. Any any um, switch hitter. Oh my God! I just won with Edmund. Wow! I'm shocked. I also knew that I wasn't going to win with Jose Altuve. So, and Altuve is a really great. Uh, Defensive shortstop, I just or not shortstop, a uh, second baseman. But, um, anyways, I just I don't know. You I, weren't willing to fight that battle. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just really like Tommy Edmond this year. Uh, Aaron Otto. Glad you're coming around. That's no, that ain't changing. I mean, there's only I mean the the only one guy that I would say might be an upgrade is going to be. Um, um, what was his name? The Guardians' third baseman. Jose Rodriguez. Oh my gosh, Jose Ramirez. That's it. Ramirez, sorry. Oh, it's fine. I totally blanked on his name. Um, I want to look at it real quick. Um, switch hitter. Ramirez has a. 287 batting average, 985 OPS, and a 187 OPS plus. Arenado has a 294 batting average, 908 OPS, and a 163 OPS plus. I still stick with Arenado. Yeah, yeah, because defense, defense, yeah, defense blows it away. Um, although Jose Ramirez, I mean, I love how he's a switch hitter, and he's so good. Um, I would love to have Jose Ramirez on the team. Like, as a second baseman, oh, man. Oh, that would be awesome. As a shortstop. Yeah. See, I, I think I like him. third base. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like him at shortstop, though. I mean, I don't know his numbers at shortstop uh, defensively, but I think I would rather have Edmund at, or Gorman at shortstop than uh, second base with, anyways, but uh, yeah, Arenado, shortstop. Do we want to go, or do we have to go with the young? I actually, you know what? Let's just say blank on that. Um, yeah, because we're gonna pick somebody else's shortstop regardless. Um, actually, do we even? Oh, fine. We'll we'll do the technicalities. Trey Turner, um, Trevor Story. 
You can throw them in there. I would say take three. Who's the uh, third one, do you think? Oh, Joey Wendell? Since we mm. he's our our boys. That's boy. a bargain. That, that's a bargain guy. Because he's a short contract and not super expensive. We're talking about who we would really, really want. Um, Xander Bogarts. Okay, we can do Xander. Xander. Um, let's see. Trey Turner this year has a 289 batting average, 761 OPS, and a 115 OPS plus. Also, 30.2 uh, sprint speed. Uh, defensive guru. Okay, maybe not a guru, but still. <laughs> He's not um, Smith. Hey, hey. Uh, Trevor Story. Now, this is this is going to be interesting because he started off shit, but then has picked it up. But he's got a 226 batting average, 748 OPS, and a 112 OPS plus. So basically, a little bit less than uh, Trey Turner at the moment. Uh, Xander Bogarts, 325 batting average, 842 OPS, and a 140 OPS plus. Um. Yeah, I think this one's pretty uh, cut and dry, obviously. Um, do you? Who do you think? I would go with Bogarts or Turner. I'd go with Turner. I know you would. <laughs> Listen, I don't I'm care not, if Xander Bogarts is doing better. It's it's so good. I I I, I don't. I mean, oh, dang it. I, honestly, I go either one of those. So I'll, we can go with Turner. That's fine. I'm not against Turner. You know that. I know, but I and, uh, I have I'm to be unbiased. I had to make you be unbiased with Molina, so I had to be a little unbiased with Trey Turner. Damn it! Wait, who's got Bogarts. more home runs? Uh, four home runs for Bogarts. Two home runs for Turner. Who's got more RBIs? Let's see. 32 RBIs for Turner. 17 RBIs for Bogarts. See there. You, you can get me with Turner right there. It's all about who's who's putting more runs on the board. In my yeah, opinion. but Turner is on the Dodgers and Bogarts. Oh, gosh. It's on the Red Sox. It's, it hurts yeah. me so bad. <laughs> Trust me, that's what I'm saying. Going these are two teams I hate. Yeah. I'll take either one of those shortstops. I, I got to go with Xander right now. Wow. Yeah, I mean, dirty. I'm not gonna complain. That's by no means am I gonna complain about that. Oh, that hurt my heart. Uh, All right, so we already know who right field's gonna be. So do we even need to go over it? So I think you and I agree on right field. Without Soto? even saying it, yeah. You know, I'm going to compare Soto to uh, Bryce Harper real quick. I don't even know if that's comparable, buddy. But go ahead. What did he say? I said, I don't even know if those two guys are comparable. But go ahead. Uh, uh, 292 batting average for Harper, 
934 OPS and a 166 OPS plus. Soto has a, oh, come on, stupid thing. Accidentally exited out. Hold on. We're experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, 244, or 245 batting average, 833 OPS and a 146 OPS plus. I think it's got to be Harper. Harper has 10 home runs on the year and 27 RBIs. Soto has eight home runs on the year and 13 RBIs. Now, granted, Soto is on the Nationals, which suck monkey dick, and Bryce Harper is on the Phillies that suck <clears throat> regular dick. Yeah, but being at the plate, that your team doesn't matter when you're at the plate. I mean, RBIs are those to an extent. extent well, yeah. But batting <clears throat> average and stuff, that's personal. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess you're right, Harper. 381 yeah. on base percentage for yeah I know I feel dirty. I that one was a, I thought that one was a no brainer for both of us. Yeah. Oh no. Now listen, I just gave up two of my guys. Now I need you to. Are you ready? Yep. Harrison Bader. Versus, would you? Who do you think are potential upgrades right there? So this one might catch you off guard. Okay. Um, I am – I mean, Trout has to be up there. Well, yeah. I just thought of him. Thing um, but I was thinking of, of somebody out. else, actually. Who? Um, and this is only because of the one super impressive play I saw earlier in the year because he robbed us of a home run. Okay. Michael A. Taylor. Michael Taylor? Oh, the Royals? Royals? Yeah. yeah. I want to look at uh, Brian Reynolds real quick, too. So, uh, Taylor. From the Pirates? Yeah. I wanted to see how he's doing because he's. Hold on. There's strange. no center fielder out there we're not thinking of. Dodgers, Gavin Lux, Lewis, and the Mariners. Oh, my gosh. We didn't think of Ty France in the first base, but, I mean, yeah, right now it's probably Goldschmidt still. Um, Angels, center fielders, that, center field and Padres. Uh, Adelise Garcia from the Rangers. Um, Aaron Judge is playing center field right now. Oh, is he really? Yeah. I'd still take Trout over Judge. I don't like Judge. I don't really? like Judge at all. No. Because he's a Yankee? No, I just don't like him. I didn't like him when he played for, in Florida with the Marlins either. Aaron Judge? Hold on. That wasn't Judge. That's uh, – you're thinking That's of uh, Yelich. John Carlos Stanton. Oh, John Carlos Stanton, yeah. No, I don't like Judge. I've never liked Judge. He's always been a Yankee. Just, part of it probably is because he's a Yankee, but I don't like him. I mean, he's a great ball player. Don't get me wrong. Great ball player. I'm just not a fan. Okay, so we have a couple. So we got Mike Trout. 
with a 323 batting average, a 1.133 OPS, and a 229 OPS plus. Harrison Bader has a 246 batting average, 667 OPS, and a 96 OPS plus. Um, Brian Reynolds, it's dog shit this year. Michael A. Taylor, 238 batting average, 670 OPS, and a 97 OPS plus. Not the greatest. Um, Aaron Judge, 325 batting average, 1113 uh, OPS, and a 222 OPS plus. Is that the same? No, 229. Um, I mean, it's got to be Trout, right? I would say give me Trout. Yeah, because, I mean, even um, Bader is a great defensive player. 11 stolen bases to Mike Trapp, zero, and Aaron Judge's two. But, I mean, Mike Trout is – he's a pretty – I mean, now it's been said that lately he doesn't care about defense as much as he used to. Like he used to, he used to make those really great leaping catches, um, but now he doesn't. He's too afraid to get hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, Mike Trout is Mike Trout. At least he'd see the playoffs when he played for us. Yeah. <laughs> I used to I, – I thought after the Goldschmidt trade, we were going to get uh, Mike Trout soon. Um, but – and then left field, I guess it's O'Neal. Yeah, we got to go with O'Neal. Um. Who's the left fielder? Um, uh, Royals guy. Check his stats out. I want to see how good he's doing right now. Mostly just for curiosity. Um, the guy with the funny last name. Baronetti or whatever. Oh, Ben Attendee. Ben Attendee, yeah. I like that. Uh, let's see, left fielder Stanton. I know you don't like Stanton, but. He's got to be in the conversation. He- um, I feel like there's another one where, oh, you know who we're not thinking of is uh Joe Ward or what? Joey Ward, the Angels guy, Taylor Ward. Yeah, he's having, he's kicking the shit out of the ball this year. Yeah, he needs to be in the conversation. Um, okay, so. Uh, we'll start with Andrew Bennett or Tyler O'Neill. This year, he has a 195 batting average, 552 OPS, and a 62 OPS plus. Um, 329 batting average for Andrew Benintendi, 819 OPS and a 140 OPS plus. Dang, really good. Um, Taylor Ward, 370 batting average, one one. 94 OPS and a 248 OPS plus. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Taylor Ward is kind of a big deal. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's been in the league since 2014. Or not 14, 18. And just this year decided to be good. And he's like, oh, yeah. well. So it takes some guys a few years to figure it out. And the, they just flip the switch. He's leading the league in batting average, on-base percentage, OPS, and OPS+. plus. Nine home runs, 23 RBIs, which is kind of 
it's uh, Taylor Ward. Yeah. Um, okay, pitchers. Who do you want as your pitcher? We can pick any pitcher we want to get rid of. Uh, no, I'm ta- I'm saying uh, who who's the pitcher that you would want to put up against the upgrades? Um, if you want to want to stick with anyone, I guess Dakota Hudson. Really? Okay. I thought you were going to pick Wainwright. Why would I want to get rid of Wainwright? Why would I? No, no, no. You're you're not. The point is not replacing to... Wainwright. Yeah. I, I guess I'm thinking of it differently than you. I yeah. like Wainwright. He's strong, so I'm like I want to get rid of our weaker starting pitcher. Well, no, we're just thinking as the entire starting pitching as one player. Oh. So. But um, so still Dakota Hudson. Yes, do Dakota Hudson. I want to get rid of. Okay. Verlander obviously has to be in there. Um, Corbin Burns? Corbin? Yeah. Um, Who else is out there? Is it too soon to say Gossman? Uh, Yeah. It's too soon to say Gossman. Okay. Still really, really good, but too soon. Um. Shelby Otani, no. Um, yeah, I think that's good. I think those are two good guys to go up against. Uh, Dakota Hudson this year has a 360, 105 ERA plus, 488 FIP, and a 135 WHIP. Justin Verlander has a – gosh, he's played so long. He's got so much highlighted stuff. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, he's got a 122 ERA, 300 ERA plus, 280 FIP, and a 71 whip. That's pretty dang good. Um, For an old dude. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Corbin Burns has a 2.26 ERA, uh, 1.79 ERA plus, 3.42 FIP, and an 83 WHIP. Um, it's Verlander, right? Now here's the question: Okay, are we talking? We only have these guys for one year or for a long time? I mean, this is our team. Like, I, I go Corbin then. Really. Verlander, God knows how long he's got left. Corbin's going to be around for a while. Yeah, but as of right now? He can get hurt at any time. But, I mean, aside from the Tommy John surgery, he doesn't – I mean, he doesn't miss a lot. That's true. I've never had a problem with Verlander. I can go with Verlander. I mean, I have a couple of old guys in the the starting rotation. I got a problem with that. Let's see. 20 games started in 2015, 30, 28. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still a god. I mean, yeah, he's – I wish the Cardinals had gone after him. I don't understand why more teams didn't go after Verlander in the offseason. I know he just was com- – or he was just coming off of uh, Tommy John surgery. 
Listen to his – oh, my gosh, his accolades right now. Sorry, this is a little bit of a side note. This is not a Justin Verlander podcast, but look at this real quick. He's won an MVP, Rookie of the Year, eight-time All-Star, ERA title, lowest ERA as recognized at time, okay, MLB Player of the Year, two-time Cy Young, which I thought he had more, Triple Crown, 2017 World Series champion, and ALC- ALCS MVP. Um, career he has a he has 232 wins 130 losses oh my gosh he's such a good player I remember I remember in 2006 I was like this guy's gonna hit throw a no hitter against us he didn't but still um okay and then uh bullpen who is the Who's the best bullpen guy you can think of right now uh, on the Cardinals? Helsley? Uh, do we want to do bullpen and then closer, or do we want to just do closer and do, bullpen together? Let's do bullpen and closer. Okay. So best is Helsley, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Josh Hader. Uh, anybody you can think of? No, that's who I'd want. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Helsley has a... Let's see. Really? That's weird. He doesn't have an ERA plus this year. Um, he has a zero ERA. Oh, that's why it doesn't have any RA plus. Um, a 36 FIP and a 0.31 whip. Now he's only played in, oh, he's played in 13 games. Good Lord. He's really well, doing well. Um, versus, versus Josh Hader, who also has a zero ERA in 15 games. A one one three FIP and a fifty one whip. Hmm. Um I want to look at their strikeouts real quick. Twenty one strikeouts for Hater. Twenty six strikeouts for Helsley. Helsley wins this. I've been surprised because everybody's been talking about how great Josh Hader is. And, but good Lord, Helsley's been doing now. How, well, hold on. Let me look at how many innings they, he's pitched. Helsley has done 15 innings, 15 and two thirds. Hader has done 13 and two thirds. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. I thought Hader would have done more. Yeah. Well, there's a shock to both of us. It's Helsley. Okay, so I need to add someone to my most underrated list uh, of the year so far. Ryan Helsley is a very underrated player this year. Um, damn. See, this is why we need to do the end of the month in review episodes. Remind me to do this, Josh. Shame on you. Yes, shame on me. So our Cardinals uh, team 
is Will Smith at catcher, Paul Goldschmidt at first, Tommy Edmond at second, Arenado at third, Xander Bogots at Schwartzstop, Bryce Hoppe, Mike Trout, Taylor Ward, Verlander, Helsley. That's uh, that team's going to the World Series. It's going to cost you three point four billion dollars, though. Um, good lord, that's not a bad team, though. Um, can you imagine having this team and then losing? Um, heads would be rolling. Yeah. Um, but I'm the surprised. Manager would get fired. I mean, I'm honestly surprised Tommy Edmond made the cut. Barely. He probably shouldn't. Like, if I put these numbers in front of a un, a real unbiased fan, I would probably Tommy Edmond probably would have been kicked out. Nolan Arenado probably would have been kicked out. But Helsley, I'm surprised by Helsley. But uh, yeah. Now, are we happy with the team we have right now? Kind of. Is there room for improvement? Yes. But it's just, you know, we're playing around a little bit. We're playing MLB 22, the show, and we're just, you know, we're just fucking around a little bit. Surprised we didn't. I guess in DA, if we had done the DH, definitely would have been Otani. Yeah. Um, so we have that, but I'm not going to add that into the team. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Did it prove anything? No. Did it waste time? Yeah. Just for um... Yeah. Just fucking around, guys. Quit being such an asshole. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that we need to cover real quick? You need to go to bed. No, I mean, we got a big weekend series. We got a big matchup next week, and then we got five games with the Cubs. So, um, regardless of how the next seven games go, we all have something to look forward to after the next seven games, and that's five games with the Cubs. And we finally get to get a run of them. It's been forever since we played them. We don't usually have to wait this long to play them in the season. So I'm excited. Hopefully we can take all five, but that's a tall order. Yeah. Um, I want to say this real quick. So we are two and a half games behind the Brewers. Brewers are 26 and 16. Cardinals are 24 and 19. Um, As of right now, we are in the wild card. Um, um, where you would be playing the San Francisco Giants at yeah, home. Like our odds. So, as of right now, would you, do you think the Cardinals could beat the Giants? Yes. Okay. Then they would move on to the Padres, and this is how I think the playoff circuit format is going to be. So, um, well, maybe I'm wrong, but um. Uh, do you think who do you think is going to win? Would win in the game right now? Padres or Cardinals? Or the Padres? Padres, yeah. Padres are two uh, twenty-eight and fourteen. Uh, they have a plus thirty run differential, though. The Cardinals have a plus tw- uh, forty-two. But yeah, I don't that. That Padres offense is just really good right now, and I don't think the Cardinals off, uh, pl- pitchers can handle that. Um, 
Unless our pitchers could get them to hit the ball on the ground. Yeah. Um, right now, I think if we were somehow to beat the Padres, we'd play the Dodgers, and I don't see the Cardinals beating the Dodgers. They have a one. We always play the Dodgers as well. That is true in the playoffs, except for last year. <sighs> I mean, come on, that was a walk-off home run. Yeah, we yeah. played them extremely well, and they had Scherzer to start the game. Yeah, that is true. But if you um, look historically at it, Scherzer does not pitch well against the Cardinals. He has the last couple of years, but before that, he didn't. Last couple of years, he's pissed off at the Cardinals for not trading for him slash uh, signing him. So, there's that. But, um, yeah. Um, anything else we need to talk about real quick? No, 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 no. I had my rant. I won't have my rant for a while, hopefully. Well, that's good. I'm tired of being optimistic, so next year I'll be angry about something, I'm sure. You enjoy being the bad guy like Nazim Kadri. I'm a bad guy, duh. Anyways, um, live long, watch some damn baseball. Uh, peace out, motherfuckers. Bye. Hey, it's Brandon here again. I know you've heard me a couple times already, but this is the last time you're going to hear me for right now. All I'm asking is is for a little help to help us grow, help us get better, and to help keep this podcast and all the content around it successful. So what we'd like for you to do is hit the listener support tab and donate any amount of money you'd like. We would really, really appreciate it uh, from the bottom of our hearts. It'd be, it'd be fantastic if you were able to do this for us so we can keep this podcast growing and trying to be successful and get us to a new level, not, not, just, not just for us, but to upgrade our equipment, to get some video podcasts out to you and all this other fun stuff that we would be able to offer if you're able to donate. So again, if you like listening to us, we'd really appreciate it. Hit that listener support tab and we'll talk to you later.